smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello and welcome to why not mint money this is neel borate from the mint money team today's money discourse is increasingly dominated by influencers my guest today rajamani is one such prominent influencer he has 1.1 million followers on Instagram alone. So how does Raj think about money and where does he invest? These are some of the things that we will discuss in today's episode. So with that, let's get right into it. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. So uh, if we can begin with your first money lessons in life. uh growing up in indore did you talk about uh, money with your parents how was yeah, it it was a very chill for me because my dad he's been an entrepreneur all his life and he's struggled for money a lot like he started as someone with very little money i remember he had to leave his 10th school because he didn't have money so he kept talking about money since very beginning i think i was in 8th standard and he was talking about the importance of uh, not giving his pocket money once in a month but giving his pocket money once in a week right. so that we know that how to divide it for the entire month yes. so these were the lessons he would tell us from the beginning yeah. and it was very okay for me for so my mom my dad everybody in my entire house money lessons were okay like the relationship i had was good yeah so uh, after college you went on to join him in yes. the family business so can you walk me through it like what were those initial years like after school i joined that and more than that what we did like i joined him for first 6 months and then first i think 3 4 months and then we realized that his way of working and my way of working very different so if we had to work together we had to work separately or else we'll end up fighting right this is a classic new generation old generation fight so what we did i took out like certain areas of the company there was like dishwash gel segment the liquid segment which was new and growing so i took that and i completely grew that myself and then my dad was take off other things in the business so there also our relationship would be very transactional in office and at home of course the personal relationship matter so this is how it happened he he offered me told me that you want to start something of your own great do it but you ask me money in one go like no matter what you want you want uh, 5000 10000 20000 50000 because the conversation was in only thousands and that they were not doing like crazily well So no matter how much money you want, you take it in one go. I'm not gonna give you again, and again because I'm gonna treat it as seed capital, and then you right. be there on your own. So this is how business started, and Touchwood it worked out well for us. That eventually for two years I did it on my own, and then what we did after two years of working together, we combined the entire business what he was doing and what I was doing, and he took care of. So we divided the entire organization in two parts. market development organization and product development organization so he would take care of product development so in product development he would typically like take care of production accounts raw materials purchasing i would take care of marketing sales hr all of these things and so this is a good thing which ha- used to happen me and my dad okay because that that uh, we used to challenge each other every 15 days we'll come and challenge each other ki देख अब तू मैंने इतना बना लिया तू बेच के दिखा राइट एंड आई वुड लाइक आई विल सेल दिस मच अब बना के दिखाओ एंड इट विल ऑलवेज बी 
the battle between can you make more or can I sell more? And if this this kept us like a good, healthy conversation, the competition between me and my dad. और बहुत मजा आता था उसमें like we would just challenge each other like we would literally it came to a point it didn't look like that we were father and son we was because we would ridicule and embarrass each other like if I if I would achieve some target I would go on and talk about in front of the entire family as if my dad is a complete loser and if I would do some like if my dad would do something like that he would make sure that I look like a complete loser so it was a very fun banter which used to happen fun times. So that's how you initially got into content uh, to promote your business. business. Yes. So with content, so I started speaking in college and then in, in like nearby areas because I wanted to promote my business story. Because I realized that if I build personal relationships with key stakeholders, let's say distributors or people who can buy like good marketers, uh, retailers, then I'll be able to sell them better because then then they'll be trusting me. I started like that. But I started loving the the other benefits which started coming. Like people started recognizing us. Even if we were making less money, it felt really good because everybody would recognize you. They would appreciate you on more things. So I then moved that thing that can I take this towards the world? Like I don't want to do this just here. I want to speak in the world. I want to do multiple other things. And that's where I applied in UN. Right. And in UN, I would typically talk about. Uh, So I went to UN in Vienna, and I would talk about the small business scale, small business scenario in India, and what the world can learn from it. Right. So this is how it started. Like that was how speaking started. Once how, I started. How old were you? Seventeen, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Uh, I went to UN when I was seventeen. So I started with him in, at sixteen. In just one year, we started all. Like I started speaking and stuff. And After sixteen, seventeen was UN. Then I came back. I did this only for a couple of years, only speaking. Nineteen was nineteen uh, or twenty when I realized that, like, I found out people like Gary V, okay, Richard Branson, like these are the people who became really big because of their personal brands, right? Because obviously their business are like really big as well, but their businesses reflected their. Extravagant lifestyles and and business and the although we have a negative example of that as well, which is Vijay Malia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so if you look at technically, if you look at Gary V and Richard Branson, they would not do things just to show off. They would do things because it reflected their personality, and I think that's the little different between Vijay Malia, like those negative examples and the positive examples. That's yeah. what I feel. Yeah. What do you feel? No, no, I think you're right. Like if you look at I I have never seen Gary Vee talking about his cars or Richard Branson talking about his cars, yeah. I, like or a big house he owns or the big parties he throws. I don't think they talk about this stuff. Okay, so now you entirely focus on content, right? Uh, you're not part of the family business. No. So this was pandemic. In my family, there's a rule. Like that, I mean, my dad made this rule for both of both the sons, me and my brother, till twenty five. do whatever you want to do okay whatever you want to do and if you're successful then you keep continuing that if you're not we'll kick you in the butt and make you do what we know <laughs> that because my dad feels like after one point the man needs to uh, like i mean anyone a, a woman or the man or like someone who's an adult needs to actually 
take the charge of their life and start taking care of themselves and not be dependent on anyone else which is a fair fair philosophy so i was like okay till 25 we're going to do this so 23 mein when i was 23 i'm 25 now and this is my 23rd birthday and i told dad that that you know what i still have two years right and he's like what and i was like okay you know what i don't want to do this anymore i want to go bigger and he's like bigger matlab how big do you want to go now because our business were doing considerably good i think our business were doing way better than what we had ever thought like we were living a dream lifestyle yeah so i was like dad i'm going to have my own story okay and he's like what story why are you like are you not happy are you not so there was a so this is what i told him that i want to try something bigger and i want to go pan india i want to go global and i feel with the business which we are doing it's only constrained to regional aspects right. so let me now focus on doing something bigger he said okay the real reason was <laughs> the real reason was i feel every individual should have power to take three decisions themselves what do you work on like what work do you choose where do you live and with whom do you live like these are the three decisions should be yours it should not be influenced by your parents or by the society or someone else like yeah. you should take this decision and surprisingly in india these are the three decisions which parents take everything else other people take right <laughs> so i feel so my thing is i'm not going to let my parents take this decision for me i don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing right for so when did you sure when when this was happening so i was like i don't want i want to take this on my own so how do i make sure that i take this on my own so i was like the first step is let me move out out of my house let me leave the family business let me get my get get on my own from scratch and try to build my own world maybe then i'll have the emotional freedom to take these decisions and that's what really happened right so when did you first start saving money and where did you invest it back then <clears throat> So I tell you, first time when I started, this was I was sold a product called Ulip by a banker. <laughs> right? My bank, I'm not gonna name the bank, but my bank guy, guy came to my house. All been there. Yeah, <laughs> they sold me, and you know they sold me when I was 19, so 18. So they sold me, and my, I was like for five years I was doing Ulip. I was pretty happy about it. Kyo chalo, har saal mera itna paisa lag raha hai. Main invest kar raha hu. Main stock market king ban jaunga types, right? and uh, when from 18 to 21 i never looked on it because i thought the guy is selling me he is doing good job he is he helps me every time and i trusted him blindly 21 may i started reading about all the stuff i wanted to become a better investor and then i found out like okay ye ye product jo beche ye galat hai ye jo regular mutual funds beche ye galat hai isme main itni commissions gawa raha hu itni itni cheeze gawa raha hu all these things happened right. so that was the time i realized and then 21 to 22 because i was still living with my family hmm. it took me one year to convince the family that hey we are doing wrong things okay when i convinced them okay we are doing wrong thing my dad and everybody lost complete hope in savings and stuff they were like fuck it we are only going to do fd uh, just no no, no we are only going to real estate right. like huh. nothing else okay and fd sabka kara hua already ghar mein एफ डी करा हुआ एफ डी जो है मैं कोई स्टॉक्स म्यूचुअल फंड यूलिप किसी में भी नहीं लगाना हम सिर्फ है ना एफ एफ डी में लगाएंगे जो लगा हुआ है सबका थोड़ा थोड़ा एंड बाकी रियल स्टेट में लगाएंगे नथिंग एल्स एंड देन आई स्टार्ट गेटिंग मोर इन टू इट दैट्स वैन 
my quest started with the financial journey where i started learning a lot about why do people prefer real estate like is it so i started looking at billionaires i started looking at multimillionaires like how are where the maximum is money is coming from and i started looking at like bill gates mukesh ambani all these people and that's when i found out about equities and how and how the wealth is like how do people make wealth started comparing with mutual funds couple of other things and then at 23 the real actually i started diversifying investing in couple of things so you could say that i started investing indirectly at the age of 18 but directly with conscious efforts i started doing it from 23 so it's been 2 years 2 years 2 years where i have taken charge yeah okay right so you begin with ulips yeah where are you at now okay where am i now now i invest in equity indian stocks like that's i do it through pms now because uh, since last one and a half years i've been doing through pms right i stopped doing it myself then i'm myself i'm investing in us stocks i have mutual funds i invest in couple of early age investors uh, early age startups as an angel investor i've been doing little bit of real estate as well i've i'm doing a bit of crypto and nfts and i've also started investing into alternative investments alternative would be sneakers wine art collection just to try my luck out there as well right. so now i'm pretty i feel i'm doing like a lot of stuff right and you don't have a guy who manages all of this for you no i do it myself because so there are guys in individual field let's say for equities i have a pms guy so yeah like saurabh does a great job saurabh okay yeah like marcelus does yeah. a great job yeah. for me right so i've invested my most of my pms is like through marcelus then I've had a PMS with HDFC as well. That's there. Then the crypto, I do it myself. NFT, I have a friend who is pretty active in the in the space, so he handles it for me. Then US stocks, I do it myself, and with the help of this app called IND Money, mm-hmm. if you've heard of it, right? Yeah. So IND Money has this IND Premium where they sell you a ninety-nine rupee thing where they start uh, based on. your goals they suggest you what to do so right. considering their suggestions and my gut feeling i my research my gut feeling my intuition like mix of all those things i invest in couple of stuff so it's not one guy who's doing all of these things but for everything we have a different guy with sneakers i have a different guy who runs a startup called main street right. i've invested in his startup and i've invested in couple of sneakers because he understands the market right so i feel It's not one person who is doing it. I have like multiple people doing multiple things in that domain. Would you have an idea of the rough breakup of all of these different things? Oh yeah, I wrote it down once. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum is equity. I think uh, so. Crypto is under five percent. NFTs, so NFT, crypto, alternative, and well, like something like sneakers, wine. Everything is under ten percent together. If you combine all of that, that's ten. Mutual fund. I'm doing around. Uh, so with mutual funds. I have couple of mutual funds. One are into bonds. One is into blue chip index market. Yep. The other is into debt. So, cut all of that together would be around twenty percent. Right. That's like seventy, eighty percent of is this. Then U.S. stock market is now around ten to twelve percent something. This is rough breakup of the things. And I think five percent is my emergency fund, which I've just kept it as it is in the bank. Account. In the bank account, nowhere else. How do you pick your funds? How do I pick my funds based on what all? Like what funds? PMS is no, the no, guys no, picked no. it up. The mutual funds. The so mutual fund is again based on the strat. Like 
so i look at other classes like there's a debt fund equity mutual fund then there's a hybrid funds then there are couple of liquid funds right so i mix all of them based on my age right. it's there's a rule which i read somewhere like 100 minus your age should be the thing right. this is how i do it so i type in that ind money again right. they help me with equity as well so i type that i find okay e- top equities then see their returns see their past 10 years work right. so based on what i've noticed and analyzed i've invested in couple of funds the based on performances right so performance with good with axis blue chip is one but our parik is yeah. doing pretty good because it has me do us stocks and india stocks yeah. together yeah. then there's a quota corporate bond fund which right. is a really good one like right. which i feel so these were the things which i picked right. up right. and i pick up bases on ki char tarike ki cheeze hai charon mein thoda thoda dalna hai so how do i put it out and then right. i compare it on their past performances and then expense ratio is one of the things which i also right. say So I'm going to plug Mint a little bit here. We have a list of mutual funds called the Mint 20 okay. that uh, we put out every year after going through an entire process. So whenever you get time, do have sure, a sure, sure. Like what? What are the top two things you consider? So if I had to summarize it, then risk-adjusted performance. Okay. Uh, that's a big one. And uh, fund management style. So like you gave the example of Parag Parik, which combines US and Indian stocks. So if there's something distinctive about the fund, then Yeah, that yeah, that's what works out well for me as well. Because I think with you know one thing which I really started doing since twenty three only is I invest based on the sector which I am in. Let's yeah. say so rural India is something which I really believe in, right? Yeah. So any small case or anything which helps me out with the rural India, so that's where I start my SAP. Because yeah. I understand the rural markets because of my business nature. Yeah. I understand the tech and digital world because of my business nature, so I kind of invest in the sector more yeah, than anything yeah. else. And then I try to balance my entire portfolio there. Ki what are the growth companies there? What are the blue chip companies there? And what are the like penny yeah, stocks there? Yeah. Now you've been through um, almost a full cycle of crypto, the boom and now yeah, the bust. Yeah. Um, what do you think of it now as an investment? I still feel it won't be eradicated completely. Like a lot of people feel that it's going to get vanished. I think it's not going to get vanished because now this is the test time. This is just like a tech boom, right? The tech boom era, right? Where tech bubbles, like tech stocks, went really up and then it crashed. Right. But it didn't mean that the tech would eradicate from from our world, right? right? So I don't think the technology behind crypto, like the Web three or blockchain technology, is going anywhere. it's coming up it's only that like, the good thing which has happened is if there were 100 shitty things mm-hmm. only two of if out of 100 let's say 98 were them shitty things only two things were good yeah. the two things are now going to pop up and right. they're going to come up so i don't feel that it's a bad investment it's just you have to be very smart about the utilities and the real life usage and you have to think about what can become or play a major role in coming times rather than just one usage of it because right. i feel very controversial statement i'm going to make okay i don't know <laughs> yeah, that's the best kind <laughs> i think any coin which only has one usage yeah won't stand against the powers or regulations you need right. to have multiple usages like if you're calling out only one coin ki hey we are going to replace this with xyz things right. and it's going to have one usage it's not going to be that 
So for example, if something is only a store of value but not a medium of exchange, that's yes. not good enough. Yes, yes. If something is only a store of value, I don't think it's good enough. I don't think things are gonna be. I think it has to serve. It has to serve some purpose. Right. Like only store of value is not gonna cut right. the slack. That is what my feeling is. Fair. But overall, what do people think about Web three or blockchain as a technology? I think it's right time to invest not your money but time. Right. So this is the time where you actually invest your time. You put in the hours to learn about the technology, right. and once you learn about it, then you'll you'll obviously be get you'll be more confident in choosing which one to invest right. money in as well. You don't invest in gold, right? That's not <clears throat> no, at all. No, no, not right now. Because I think I'm pretty young, and my I can take bigger risk. So my usually like liquid debt funds and gold, it's like pretty less. Right. Now the other big thing that uh, I think you've invested in, and as have other influencers, is uh, startups. Mm. And um, that cycle also, you've seen it kind of yeah. really, really ramp up in the past couple of years. Now there's a bit of a slowdown. How do you decide which startups to invest in to begin with? Uh, yeah. And follow-up question, or should I just start? With okay, that? let's start with that. Oh. <laughs> For me, I think I'm very bullish in startups, honestly, because I think I understand that way better than the financial world. Right. Is because probably I hang out with those bunch of people, or because I do a podcast with a lot of them, or maybe I am doing or reading a lot about. I am doing my startup. I've been through the journey. I'm doing it again. So I understand that world better than anything else. That is what my gut feeling is, and what I've noticed in the pattern when I was interviewing. Or talking to a lot of fund managers as well. Apart from a lot of research and data points, it has to do a lot with your gut feeling as well when you invest in certain things. Well, you go right. Uh, it's not completely just just data, because let's say a lot of people talk about when they're choosing a fund or when they're choosing a company. They say we really think the management is like management plays a huge role while choosing a. Choosing a company, right? right? How do you judge your management? It's based on your gut feeling, yeah. right? So similarly, that's that goes with startups. So I choose, I go with the gut feeling of management. Like, who are the founders? Are founders good enough? Yeah. Are founders hungry enough? Are founders solving a good enough problem? Right. So this is how you go. Yeah. My way of my way of judging a startup is three ways. There are three things which I find out. One is the basic is founder. Like how the founder is, right? Like that's I'm considering that is zero. Like everybody would see whether the founder is good or no. Right. Now coming to the product, the service they are offering. Does their product have the quotient of bragginess? Like when I choose X product, do I brag about it or no? Right. Does that product or service has this bragworthy quotient or no? That is one question, which is very important for me because I feel most of the products. uh they work out really well in word of mouth marketing when they are bragworthy right right i'll give you one simple example uh let's say give me an efficient versus inefficient product mm. example booking a hotel online mm. right so when you go earlier when you used to travel you would go to let's say manali you talk to five hotels try to negotiate and then book a hotel right now you directly can book it online yeah. and once you book it online and you see one of your friends 
डूइंग द सेम वे ओल्ड वे वो जाके पांच लोगों से बात करेगा तो यूल ब्रैग क्या टाइम वेस्ट करता है ये ले ये वेबसाइट है ऐसे होता है अभी ये देख राइट यूल ब्रैग अबाउट ब्रैग अबाउट इंटायर थिंग सो डस द स्टार्टअप प्रोडक्ट और सर्विस हैज दैट ब्रैग वी क्वेश्चन टू नो दैट इज वन फर्स्ट सेकेंड इज डज दिस हैव अ नेटवर्क इफेक्ट एंड वायरलिटी सो फॉर एग्जाम्पल इफ मोर पीपल कम इन राइट do they have an incentive to onboard more people so that the entire network becomes stronger right something like instagram right if more people are there it's going to be better because instagram is driven out of likes shareability knowing telling the world yeah. so obviously if more people are there so that's that's a good startup to invest in that's so network effect and virality and third is high tolerance so high tolerance is one side do i have once i use this product will i will i go back to using some other product mm. if there's a high tolerance level ki chalo yaar ye thoda kharab bhi ho gaya to bhi main ye use karunga i'm not going to go back to the old way or the other way right. then i'm going to put in this stuff so these are the three factors which i judge on so let's say somebody is building a community development right. Uh, app right if i use that and then once i feel ki agar ye crash ho gaya to bhi main ek din wait karke I'll come back and use this only. Yeah. That's a WhatsApp. If WhatsApp crashes today, yeah. you still want to tomorrow go back to WhatsApp, right? That's a high tolerance level. Yeah. Like WhatsApp has, I know, crashed many times in recent, especially after COVID. There was there was a night like an entire night WhatsApp was off and it went viral on Twitter. Yeah. But still, we next morning we came back to WhatsApp, right? There's a high tolerance to leave that platform. Right. So these are the three factors. This is how I decide which startup to invest in or not. And then going back to the split that you gave me. फाउंडेशन strengthening my foundation startups is a very high risk high reward game so now from this year i'm going to go all in on startups like go really big on startups right. i think this year my my portfolio will have 50% startups yeah yeah like i'm going because this is good time like nobody's funding it's going to go low the people will be able to raise funds and will be able to test times in this this time correct in this winter i think these startups are going to become big correct. so i think i'm going to go bullish on startup this year So till now, for me, it was about strengthening. Yeah. If everything goes down south, if my business stops, my earnings stops, do I have to go somewhere yeah. and take my money out? Us time we must start up. I can't do that because liquidity is also very big Indeed. issue Indeed. that I cannot get out my money at any time with equity market. I can get out. Um, now, one last thing is that when um, there is criticism of influencers, particular influencers in the financial space. um it is centered around the fact that uh you know often products like crypto are uh, talked about without adequate risk disclosures uh, or that something is endorsed without saying that this is an endorsed mm-hmm. product um so do you think that today's ecosystem is uh is serving consumers well are influencers kind of doing a reasonably good job in what needs yeah. to happen what needs to change i would say it's not just influencers right it's a human nature it, at every given point whoever has the attention 
in like people who holds the attention in that number of like in that group there'll be people who will be responsible and there'll be people who will you misuse their yeah. power it's not just about influencers there have been actors who are doing this there have been cricketers and sports people doing this there have been uh, business owners journalists newspapers everybody has been doing the same thing right it's only because the attention has flown like from xyz place to not influencers that's why everybody is pointing out to them i think it's just human nature there are good people there are bad people i know a lot of influencers who are so responsible that i know a guy like oh, i tell you recently like he's a good friend anant ladda if you've heard of him yes right so i was talking to him and there was this brand specifically they offered him like filthy money like filthy money which would have been very difficult for any influencer to say no to and he said no because he was like i want i'm here for the big game i'm here for the long game i want to serve to my serve on the interest of my users right i don't want to sell them some shit so there are people like him and then there are people who you you know like i don't want to name them but they're xyz people they're selling xyz shit right yeah so it's about individuals it's not about influencers specifically there are good influencers and bad now given that i think platforms are doing good job in making sure that people now talk about that it's a paid partnership like i don't think on instagram you can talk about xyz brand without putting a paid partnership now asai is doing good job as well they send notices youtube also you have to include the paid partnership tag so i think the now people are whether they want to tell or no they have to tell yeah so that that thing is already been taken care of now the game is how should we make sure that influencers say stay responsible and promote only the right products yeah i think even if they don't they're not going to be in the long game right like they'll be irrelevant in next 6 to 12 months right. like they'll be out of the game already how to control it i don't have an answer but time will automatically like just say them no consumers will realize this and they'll out of they'll be out of the game so the smart ones know that hey i want to be true i want to be ethical i want to promote only right things and only do that right so whoever is here for the big game or the long game they know this and i think most of the people at the top who have made it to let's say a million or 2 million or above that they know this thing and they are not promoting xyz right. random stuff right uh now to conclude you had a relatively short journey it's been 2 years in investing uh but if there are three things that you've learned in in the course of that journey what would they be okay my journey has been short but i think i've i've tested and tried so many things and it has been a good journey for me obviously i don't i have i haven't stood like i haven't had an opportunity to see the cycles of how the market goes up and down because i'm relatively young as well uh the one tip which i have really really which i believe in is you should not like not invest in something you don't understand i mean i have seen so many people make a lot of money in good companies which they understand so like you have heard this guy what's his name uh, peter lynch right yeah. so he talks about it that uh, like invest in the products you consume or something yes. like that right like he yes. talks about it peter that's lynch right. yes yeah, so i think that's a great great strategy great analogy my the best for uh, the best stocks or the best pool of stocks which have performed really well for me are the rural companies the rural company rural india portfolio which i have made for myself right so there have been small companies which have invested at the right time i think 3 years ago i think 3 years ago i started with the rural thing slow like a bit of it 
and there i've seen maximum returns more than anything else right right and it's very surprising what people say i mean but because i was very quick to just notice these particular trends because i understand it i was in tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 like villages i was seeing what kind of people are building markets right. what kind of companies are working well so it worked out well for me there even in this market my portfolio is in positive so that's a good sign right so only put in money where you understand that is one second is which is my personal rule is we all have spending plan right right i think you should have investing plan right everybody should have an investing plan like the moment everybody thinks about hey my salary is going to come or my income is going to come i'm going to buy this right i'm going to buy a car i'm going to invest in a house i'm going to do a lot of other things right instead of that you should think about hey my next month my salary let's say 1 lakh rupees are coming or 550000 rupees are coming let me put 20000 in this fund 10000 in this fund right. and then whatever is left then you start spending because spending If your spending is not fixed and you don't have a plan for spending, chalega. But if you don't have a plan for investing, nahi chalega. Yeah. Right? So I feel that way. So right now, this is what I do. I have an investing plan, and seventy percent of my income I put it in investments. So because right now I can afford to do it. I'm alone. I don't have responsibility. Not many. I think I'm young, so I can do it. As I grow responsibility, my wife come, my kids come, my parents come on me. So then I'll have to probably save ten percent, twenty percent. I don't know how much I'll be able to save. Right now, I invest seventy percent. Right. So I right. think everybody should have an investing plan rather than spending plan, because I think let's say one once I get one lakh, I invest seventy thousand out of it. Now there there's thirty thousand which I've which I'm left with. Yeah. I can choose to do whatever I want to do. I don't have to con- confine myself. But right. if I think about that okay, my one lakh coming will be seventy thousand. My car key EMI will be filled. Then I have a lot. I only have like thirty thousand rupees left to do rest of the things in the world, so it's very bad. Okay. And the third, uh, any any advice you would want? Okay, so one was I talked about invest in things which you really understand. Things. Third is which I give it to a lot of people in my team as well. I talk about it. Invest your time before you invest your money. Right. Lot of people would invest their money and feel like there's a magic formula to grow, and not invest their time. Now this is a simple theory in life right if you can't invest your time how do you expect your money to grow there right That's like true. what are you doing if you look at at least 90% of the people i have met they have put in money because if some friend is saying some influencer is saying some some article or newspaper is saying they just put in the money because they i mean it's good to have trust on them but you need to do your own thing as well like whatever they are saying in that article see whether this true or no Or if it's true, then do you understand it or no? If you understand, does it align with your goals or no? Because everybody, even if you you promote, let's say you suggest them and give them the best mutual fund, right? But that might not align with the goal which I have right now, the current situation I have right now. Right. So I need to invest my time to align both of them together and then invest. So sure. invest your time before you invest your money. Fair enough. Thank you so much, Raj. Thanks for listening. If you have any feedback, you can reach out to me on Twitter at actusdei. That's A C T U S T E I. Or you can email us at mintbani at livemint dot com. Thank you.
This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.